is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome back to another episode of the Beauty Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Day, and the CEO of Beauty Boss Network, your go-to resource to find everything you need to break out, ball out, and blossom into the beauty boss of your dreams. Beauty Boss Network. (laughs) Beauty Boss Network is all the way live. We are so live that we're going to come and celebrate with you in your cities. So let us know where you are and where you want us to come by signing up for our Beauty Boss Insider list on our website, www.beautybossnetwork.com. Once you sign up, we're also going to send you a free download. So get over there, let us know where you're at, and we might just come celebrate with you and you'll be the first to find out about our Beauty Boss live tour dates and cities. See you soon. OMG, use a boss. I am really excited about this podcast. This is the first of its kind. We are low-key making Beauty Boss podcast history right now. Um, Actually, it's not low-key. It's it's actually very high-key. We're high-key making Beauty Boss podcast history because this is our first ever live interview with the one and only Kelly Baker Browse. If there was one person I wanted to bring back for the first ever live interview, it is this woman because we're going to get really real and really raw. Anything could happen, so buckle up, get ready to enjoy the ride. I'm so excited to have Kelly Baker on the line. Kelly, how's it going, girl? I miss you guys so much. I just needed to talk to you again. <laughs> we miss you, too. We want you to move to Dallas. Like, why? I want to move to Dallas also. <laughs> so just to give our listeners a little bit of background, Kelly was just in Dallas uh, for the launch party for Beauty Boss Network, and we got to spend a whole week together playing in beauty and makeup and speaking and inspiring. It was so much fun, and, I mean, we just, our whole team fell in love, so... Uh, it was a lot of fun, and your team is actually really, really great. And I do want to congratulate you on having such amazing, like, people working with you because everyone was so helpful. And it, it really is different from being in L.A. And even this past week since I've been gone, I've worked with other people. And it's just you guys are very real and authentic, and I felt like I made friends with everybody there. So Girl. thank you for bringing real awesome people. Oh my gosh, that means so much. And it's so funny to hear you say that because that's literally all we've been able to talk about since you've left. Like to be quote unquote like the brow queen and to have the incredible resume that you do and to still be so genuine and real and down to earth is just such a rare thing to find. And um, I really want to congratulate you on that. And I, you know, to kick it off, I, I, I am curious, like how, how do you stay so humble exactly because I can't quite figure it out (laughs) I mean I appreciate you know the compliment but at the same time I just feel like it's silly because like I don't think I'm better than anybody else like I want to do my best and be the best at what I do but I don't think like a person can be better than anyone else 
You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I, I appreciate everyone's compliments when they say, how do you stay so humble? But I just think that's what people should be, you know? <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I just like, I, like I say it all the time. I don't think I'm better than anyone and I don't think anyone's better than me. Like we're human beings. So be nice. I love it. Well, be nice, people. Be nice. <laughs> Yeah, kill kill him with kindness for shizzle. Oh my gosh, it's so true. Well, you definitely, you know, don't just talk the talk. You you walk the walk, sister. So thank you for being an inspiration to all of us. And uh, I, you know, it's it's cool to stay humble and to stay cool. But I, with that, no, like, do you ever geek out? Like, do you ever have fangirl moments? Because let's be real, like your resume is pretty star studded. So is there one? is there one celebrity that you work on or when you first start working on them where you're like, holy crap, I just got called to do this person? Like, I mean, to be honest, I think I feel like that with all the big celebrities because it's like I just got a text message right now saying, can you do Nicki Minaj? And I've never done her before. And I was like, are you kidding? I'm going to be out of town working uh, at a convention. And I'm like freaking out. Like, how am I going to make this work? Like, I will fly back home to do Nicki Minaj. <laughs> you know, and I just think it's awesome. Like everyone, the first time I do them, especially, I'm always nervous. I mean, I'm kind of always a little bit nervous because I feel like, you know, you're only like, it's a, it's a, a service. You know what I mean? So, God forbid you tweeze one hair wrong. You know, what if they don't like you and hire you one more time? So I think I, you know, it's not. I always try my best no matter what. But you know, and I'm always still worried like. Did I do good enough? Is it okay? You know, are they going to love it? So, you know, I have all of those feelings of, oh, my God, I hope they love me kind of reaction. So. I love but it. But they're all sweet. I mean, it's always scary, you know? Totally. Well, and what you're doing is not permanent, but, it, I mean, waxing yeah. can definitely permanently jack up someone's brows, right? Like, you can kill that follicle and that hair might not ever grow back the same, right? So... Uh, yeah, I can see where that could be kind of scary. Have you ever, have you ever jacked up somebody's eyebrows? Like, let's... I don't think I've ever necessarily jacked up anyone's eyebrows because, like, the thing with that is, like, unless you're not paying attention, you, like, you can't really jack it up unless you're, one, you don't know what you're doing or you're not putting it in the right spot because even if I put wax on someone, you can still take it off with, like, an ointment rather than ripping their hair out. And a lot of people don't know that. So it's really just about experience and, like, trial and error. And, like, I mean, if I even if I put wax on a hair and I'm like, oh, I don't want it there, I can pick it off rather than removing their hair. Interesting. I didn't I didn't yeah. really realize that. I just learned something yeah. new. I just thought that I mean, once that wax thing, is there, you're screwed. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. There's, there's all kinds of different ointments. Like tea tree oil will absorb the wax and take it off. Or another product by Satin Smooth that's called Azuline. And it is um, lavender and chamomile, and it's like an oily kind of treatment as well. And that kind of stuff, if you put it on, it will just rub it right off. It will take it right off the skin. Fascinating. Is that something that – sorry. I think – well, that's something that I do to all of my clients, always at the end of the service just to clean them up. But in general, like even when I'm teaching classes, I do teach, you know, whoever is wanting to learn how to do brows, like – you don't be scared because if you if you put it in the wrong spot, you can still take it off. So nice. Just, I was literally just experience. About to ask. Just experience. 
I love it. I love it. So you do teach that at your classes. Uh, I, I feel like that's something that, because we were talking a little bit before we went live, and you're getting ready to host a series of classes and countries and things like that. Is that kind of the direction that you're taking the brand to be, you know, more educational and teaching your technique? You know, it's kind of turned that way because that's what people are requesting. Everyone wants to learn. Um, and we've just basically become a professional brand where, you know, salons want to carry our brand and learn how to do the technique and how to use the products and, how you know, how to make more money. And it's just, just hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm babysitting a dog and it's howling in the background. So that's what you get when you do a live show. <laughs> We said it was going to get real and raw, like, girl. Oh, my God. This dog is howling. Where's my son? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I uh, certainly can't I judge. was like, so I put it on mute. What do I do? It's following me. And it's get out of here. Welcome to my life. I love it. Hey, it's the real world, right? Like, got the kiddos. Like, do I laugh? Do I laugh? I'm about to start laughing at this howling dog. <laughs> dog. I don't know if I should put it on mute, but here we go. I love it. Welcome to, to my life. So for those of you podcast listeners that were wondering, yes, Kelly is team dogs, not team cats. <laughs> yes. I have an 11-year-old son, and we're house-sitting his father's dog plus ours. So it's a little crazy over here. So you've got a, a house, you're like a pug rescue facility. Yes, he called it, um, we're, we're a pugly family over here. A pugly family over here, I love it. It's pretty fun, but, you know, I have a child and this is part of our daily routine in life, you know, things happen, so. You know. Gotta go with it. Gotta go with it. What's the craziest thing that's happened for you? Like, what's the hardest part about juggling your professional life and, you know, your personal as a mom and a dog mom and everything else that you've got going on? It's really just to make sure that I'm, you know, available and here for Travis when he needs me. So, like, school starting next week, and I've decided to change my schedule completely and to work the day's um, that he's at his dad's house, and then the days that he's coming home, I'm not going to work. So that way I can focus on him 100% when he's in school and, you know, t- you know, his health and us, like, trying to, like, just be together, do his homework, focus on his little life because, you know, they're only around for so long and then he's going to be gone. And, you know, I try so hard to, to leave work early so I can help, but still, you know, I have my own business and girls that I manage and, products and a website and all these things that like at the end of the day he has to come first so I don't want him to grow up and think my mom was always busy working when really I'm just really trying to make it work for us you know totally um I feel like a lot of yeah no it's so hard and I I mean I'm not even a mom mom I'm just a dog mom and I feel guilty when my my pups have been home for too long so I could just imagine what it's like for our mompreneurs out there and I feel like as women too we you know we're really hard on ourselves to like really excel in all areas of our life and I feel as though balance is kind of like a phantom word like what do you when you hear balance like what's your take on that because I I feel like it doesn't really exist you can't excel in one area Um, without the other you know to be honest I feel like you really have to try to like have balance 
I know for myself personally, I have to have time alone to myself where I can just decompress and turn off and like no TV, no internet. I don't even like, I'll sit in my room in complete silence and just enjoy the silence. But like, I have to have friend time. I have to have, you know, adult time, kid time. Like I have to have a little bit of all of it to balance my life, you know? And for me, my son does go to his dad's house, so I do get that time to be alone and pack in tons of work stuff. But, of course, I still have it when he's here, too. So it's a constant juggle, but you kind of just have to, like, it's just like having post-its and writing notes down. And, you know, sometimes I get overwhelmed and I have anxiety. I'm like, oh, my God, I have so many people to call. But And I and I try to, I, like, want to hide and don't want to do it, but... Once I start actually responding and and doing all the things that are on my list, I actually start to feel better like and more accomplished. Like, okay, I got it. Next. What's next? What's next? Keep going. Keep the momentum, you know? Because it can get overwhelming. There's a lot of stuff for us to do as parents, you know? We have a job. We have kids. We have our social life. Like, it, it just goes and goes and goes, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Totally. I'm curious, when you say that you have to find time to decompress, um, what's your, like, favorite thing to do when you're decompressing? I have a couple things. One, I love my bed. <laughs> and my friends make, my friends love my bed also. When my friends come over, we literally will just jump in my room and jump in my bed and all lay in my bed. Yes. Um, I want to snuggle. Comfy. Yes, it is. It's the best. They call it the, marsh, the marshmallow bed. Fun. That's one thing. <laughs> um, two, I live by the ocean, so I like to ride my bike and just go across and just be by the water. It just, like, makes me calm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I also have a big blazer, an old blazer that has no top, and it makes me feel good and calm to just, I, I know it sounds so L.A., but it feels so good to just, like, cruise around in my truck and just, like, just drive with nothing to do, just drive and look at people and have fun and just, like, it's like a perfect, like, Sunday, you know? That's one of my favorite things to do, for sure. That's so badass. <laughs> sounds like a movie, but it really, like, the, those are the things that actually, it does feel good. Like, living by the ocean is just, like, it's just a different way of life, you know? Like, the air is soft and crisp, and it's just, it's just different, you know? It's awesome. Yeah, like, windows down, music blazing, that blonde hair yeah. just, like, yeah. flowing. <laughs> yeah. And and if you're in a horrible mood or in a wonderful mood, it just feels good. I love it. That's awesome. Uh, with uh, with what do you what do you? I've got my I've got Walter over here, a producer, like pointing at me, like say this. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> maybe the producer should get in the mix. Maybe the producer should. Opinion. Yeah, Walter, do you have a question for Kelly Baker? What do you want to know about the beauty boss, the beauty brow boss? Silence. When is your birthday? <laughs> my birthday is August 28th. It's coming up. It's next week. Oh, my God. Happy birthday. Thank you. I love thank it. You, thank you. Uh, what are you doing and to celebrate? Day. You know, I, this is the first time in my life that I don't actually have any plans. I've always been a big birthday person. I celebrate all my friends and mine all the time, and I always have some kind of party, but I'm actually going to be working in San Jose. I fly home. I'll be on an airplane on my birthday unless I get hired by Nicki Minaj. So if she hires me on the 27th, the day before, I'm flying home and ditching the last day of the show. So we'll see what happens. 
That's what's up. Get a girl. That's a true hustler right there. Make it move no, on your birthday. Like, I'm going to fly home. I don't care. <laughs> so, you know, like you got to jump on those suckers because someone else is going to jump on it. Totally. You can't you can't be snoozing on it. You got to be ready to make it happen no matter what. Right? I mean, if, if you can, you know, like obviously there's certain times like my son was like, how come the celebrities always call you when you're going to be out of town? I'm like, I know. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's I been know. two different times I've had both Ariana Grande and Zendaya call like when I first started working with them and I was like at an airport in a different state and I was like, oh, like, no. I got to fix it, you know, but it is what it is. Yeah, but they're loyal because once they, once you go Kelly Baker Browse, you never go back. And we were together in Dallas and one of your clients literally came to you at a, at a convention to get our brows done. Pretty amazing, right? He was awesome. It was so fun. I was like. And it was so cute too, because, you know, like she's on TV and she's a singer, and she, you know, as soon as she walked in, everyone saw her and was, like, so excited. And I was like, hey, honey, this is part of the deal, man. You, you came, you know, right to a show where there's tons of people. You got to take photos. Right. And some of the girls were, like, you know, putting their makeup on and posing and, like, couldn't wait to, like, uh, one of the girls that works with you actually was so excited. She changed her shoes to have <laughs> heels in the picture with her. It was really cute. Let me guess. It was my content manager, Miss Slaymani. <laughs> Probably. Probably. She's the one with the short hair? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds so like cute. her. I love it. I love it. Yep, that's my squad. You gotta, gotta look good for that photo op, girl. Gotta look good. Yep. <laughs> you never know. Gotta be prepared. My girlfriend who's a stylist was like, Kelly, you know at this point, like, you can't just be looking crazy walking down the street. I'm like, that is not fair. <laughs> right? But, you know, you just never know at this point in life. Like, I get spotted out at an airport. It's insane. The security officer was like, are you telling me your brows? I'm like, really? Hi. And I think I was in Orlando. She was like, you're here for the show, right? I'm like, yes, I am. And my son was like, that's crazy. Was that What's that like for you? Is it weird? Is it cool? Like, how does that feel when that happens? Well, it feels cool, but it also feels totally weird because I don't, feel like I'm, again, cooler than anybody, So, but it's a cool thing that, like, you're being spotted, and it makes me proud of, like, the hard work, you know, that I've done trying to build my brand, so that part of it is, like, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, doing a good job, pat on my own back, but, like, it also feels weird when someone wants to take a photo, like, it's like, okay, tomorrow, so whatever. funny. I love it. Um, it's fun. Well, one thing that's like, well, it's really cool um, to be spotted and to have all of this success, I think that, you know, to kind of take it back to how real you are, and you kind of touched on this earlier, um, and, and I want to get raw for a second. So, you know, you, you mentioned that you get anxiety and um, you get nervous, and even on our previous podcast, even talking about your classes and how much people love it, but behind the scenes, you get really, really nervous. So yeah. I know a lot of people that, you know, suffer with anxiety, and uh, but they use it as a crutch to hold them back. And what's really empowering about you is that, yes, you have it, but you deal with it and you don't let it hold you back from doing the things that you know you need to do. So for people out there that maybe have anxiety, like what advice do you have? Like how do you cope with that and get over it so that you can continue to do what you know you're amazing at? It's hard, girl. It's hard. You know, both of you, you and Walter know firsthand when I was there in Dallas with you for whatever reason, I I don't know what it was. All of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I'm going to start crying. And before we went on stage, I totally started crying, you know, in our little 
room, our waiting room, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm starting. I'm crying. I'm crying right now. My makeup. I have to go out in front of people. And I usually don't do that, but sometimes you just can't control it, you know? And, I mean, I'm always nervous no matter what. Like, I, I, like it, it's, I don't like talking in front of people. I just don't. It, it's a scary thing for most people, you know? But at the end of the day, the stuff that I'm talking about, is it's my life and what I do. And, like, I, I'm you know, have the knowledge and the background of what I'm talking about. So, so I'm okay once I sit there, but the initial, like, I guess I just don't like the feeling of being watched and like, I don't I don't want to be a star. I, I mean, I like being able to teach people what I know, but at the end of the day, it's not about me. It's about how I can help. So, you know, I just have to suck it up and breathe and like, just give me a second, just like, leave me alone. Just let me, breathe it off for five seconds and okay, I'll, I'll do it, you know, but it's scary. It's so scary. <laughs> it, it's a scary thing. And that's why too, even with me teaching classes, I'm like, how did I even get into this, man? I'm like, my friends make fun of me because when I was younger, literally I would like fail book reports in, in my English class because I would refuse to give oral book reports. <laughs> I, I failed them all. I didn't care. I didn't care. If I would get a, a bad report card and, and I was going to get grounded from my dad, I just I had so much fear. I refused to do it. And in junior high, you know, we all tried out to be cheerleaders. And I tried out with my friends because we're all doing it. And I got picked and they didn't. And I was mortified. And I dropped out. And there was plenty of times that I have dropped out and, and not done things because of fear. But you know, it's really hard. It's, I think it just takes time and you have to just try it again and try it again and try it again, you know, until what, you're like, okay, I can do this. What's your driving force to two classes? Because with your career, I mean, it's apparent that it's not something that you need to do. There's a reason why, even through the anxiety. What What's your why? I think my why, to be honest, is because everyone wants it. And I know that... It, it, all of it is a part of the process. Like everything that I've done so far, none of it has been planned. And for whatever reason right now, it's teaching. And that's what I'm supposed to be doing. I, you know, again, like it scares me, it freaks me out. But right now, that's what everyone is asking me for, you know. And I'm, I'm doing it and I, it needs to grow. And I have so many ideas on more classes and but it's hard because it's only me and, you know, people are wanting it worldwide. So we're trying to figure out how to make all that happen. But again, I'm balancing the salon and I have my son and it's first week of school and a million things. But, you know, I just feel like this is going to take me to the next level, whatever that may be. We'll see. We'll see what's coming. Oh, I like that cliffhanger. Yes. <laughs> and you've got a few things in the works, right? So not only are there these classes, but you're expanding your line. Are we allowed to talk about that? Um, I can't give you complete details, but I, you know, I am working on a couple of new projects and a couple of new things, items for my line um, that I'm really excited about. And of course, you know, it's all 100% Kelly Baker in, you know, designing it. So you know, people are I'm trying to get it out by holiday, but if it's not perfect, it's not going to happen. So let's pray and cross our fingers that we get it out. I love it. What's the hardest part for you about developing a new product when you start creating, you know, new products for your line? Because you have a full brow line um, and you didn't yeah. come out with it all at once. So what's the process like for you? 
It's a long process. Like literally each product will probably take me about a year to make. Wow. So you have to find different manufacturers. I mean, that's just me personally. A lot of people and a lot of brands don't do that. They just like hammer it out and, and you know, just push products. But like for me personally, I would rather have a small line that everything is perfect than just a bunch of stuff and people don't buy it, you know? Definitely. So, I mean, you know, it's a lot of, I, I, I will try a brush, you know, 10,000 times, cut it, trim it, send it back, say, make me one like this, send it back to me. But we, our vendors are like, you know, all over. They're in um, Germany, um, in Italy, in uh Oh, I'm blanking on the other place, but they're like not anywhere close by. So, you know, if you're, it's eight in the morning, it might be 4 p.m. the next day there. So I don't know what the time difference is, but it's always crazy. Like it's not an easy process that you can just run it down the street and say, hey, you know, can you make this really quickly? And then I have to ask with who customs and then it has to be approved, you know, and like have all the right words. And like, I mean, there's so many steps. It's insane. That's crazy. How do you like find the right manufacturer? You like test them all out. It's it's a lot of work. It's a lot, a lot of work. And that's why people are like, how how do I start a brand? I'm like, honey, I don't even know how to tell you where to begin. You know, it's all like, again, it's just one thing after the other. Originally, when I first started, I would just go to like beauty shows and, uh, you know, beauty shows. And and it wasn't even to, to have my own like brand, it was just to sell good products to my clients that they could, you know, take home and use themselves. Um, But people can find that. They can go to different beauty shows, and there's tons of different lines that are like, you know, your name here kind of brand. You just got to pick a good one that has quality products. I love it. I love it. And then you just grow and grow and grow and grow. Absolutely. And keep growing. And that's what it's all about is keep growing. What do you do? Yep. How do you invest in yourself on the, on, in the spirit of personal growth? What is your way? What do you like to do to, to grow as a person? Um, I mean, you know, I think that's a tricky question. <laughs> like grow as a person in which sense? <laughs> I mean, yeah. professionally. Thank you for laughing, producer. <laughs> the producer's laughing at me. <laughs> Unprofessional, Walter. <laughs> Unprofessional producer. Okay. I made I made friends with uh, Walter at your show as well, so he already knows my personality as well. That's why he's laughing at me because he knows I don't like those kinds of questions. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love it. We can pick on each other. Well, go ahead and go ahead and answer it though. It's okay. I'm interested, and I'm sure all the listeners mm-hmm. are as well. <laughs> so, what is the question again? Well, I'm just curious. Like, what do you do uh, to help to grow? You know, are you do you go to classes? Do you pick up books or com- like what's your preferred method of going to find information that inspires you? There's a lot of different things. Um, I mean, again, I like being out. And just being around people and, and, like, just feeling the energy and see what people are doing and, and what is going on. Um, I don't really read a whole lot because I don't have that much attention. <laughs> but I do love um, The Secret. So I do read The Secret a lot. I'll read, I have an app on my phone. And, you know, I'm always pretty positive. Of course, I have moments where, you know, I think everything sucks. But... You know, I just know for myself firsthand, if you, you know, 
say it to yourself, you are whatever you say you are. So I always try to be super positive and just say nice things to myself and be nice to myself, even if I'm having a crappy day, you know. Um, and that's something I tell, you know, a lot of the girls that work with me and stuff, you know, who are having relationship issues or whatever it may be, because a lot of them are younger than me. So I've experienced a lot of what they're going through now. And I just try to you know, tell them to be positive. Like, being positive really, really, really helps, you know? I love that you love this secret. That's probably one of the best personal development, both documentaries and books of all time. If anybody's listening to this and you haven't watched or read The Secret or listened to it, there's an audiobook, there's an actual book, there's a documentary. It's game changer. Like, yeah, that is probably one of the best things. And I feel like every freaking wildly successful person I speak to is a believer in the secret. So it's proven yeah. for sure. Um, I mean, you know, the, the and part of that too is like people always say fake it till you make it. Like people don't know what you're doing. Like if you if you keep trying to, to be your best, you're going to be the best, you know? Totally. I had a girl come in today who, I mean, I've been doing this for 15 years and I had a client come in today. I'm like, hey, I haven't seen you in a long time. She's like, oh my God. Like, I haven't been here. She's like, the last time I was here was two years ago for my wedding. You did my brows right before my wedding. I'm like, oh, my God, it's been so long. And, you know, she came in, and she didn't even see me. She saw one of my girls. She was like, you know, I looked you up online, and I just can't believe all the stuff that you've done even since two years ago. And when I first met you, seven years ago, you know? And it's just like, I I do want to be the best. I don't want to be better than anyone, but I want to be my best. You know, I love it. Yeah. And that's that's really key, too, is like not comparing yourself to other people and keeping your eyes in your own lane and not letting the competition or the people around you, you know, distract you from doing what it is that you need to do. And uh, and we kind of spoke on that, too, at our lunch party when you were on the panel is like not not getting discouraged by stuff that's happening around you. So do you want to expand on that? You know, we did talk about that, and one of the things I said was, you know, don't compare yourself to others, and trust me, it's super, super hard, because even myself, like, every now and then, you know, I end up on someone's page who I shouldn't be on their page, and the only thing that it does is make you feel weird, you know, and it's not a good feeling, and and there's no reason for us to do that. Like, you know, sometimes you get that urge, like, oh, I want to look and see what other people are doing, or what the competition is, or or, you know, but, like, it's, like, I already know even when I think about looking, like, don't do it, don't do it, because you're just going to feel bad for no reason. You know, you discourage yourself by looking at at other, you know, people who are in your field or, you know, a lot of these big Instagrammers and, and bloggers, like, you know, they, they have these awesome jobs and they get flown all over the world and they get gifts and they get flowers and they go to all these parties, but... A lot of those people, that is their actual job, and they are working for it. But you have to remember, too, like, they they do have real lives. And, you know, I have clients that come in and they post a fabulous life, but yet they're depressed and they have boyfriend issues and they have all kinds of things that are going on. But a lot of people don't post any of that stuff. So, you know, it's hard for, you know, women or guys to – look at Instagram and, you know, think, oh, why is my life not like theirs? What do I do? How do I get there? When really just because they're posting pictures, it's not real life. So. 
for sure. I, yeah, don't don't compare your reality to someone's highlight reel because that's all Instagram is, right? It's just the highlights, and <laughs> you're not yeah. seeing the reality behind it. Yeah, it's so and, true. And, you know, it's a lot of work. I, I mean, I still don't even know how to post the pictures that these girls post and how they edit it and make oh their faces. So, like, I don't even know, man. It's an art form. Like, I'm like, it is an art. <laughs> I mean, they don't get enough credit because they're damn near no. graphic designers. <laughs> It's crazy. All right. So next question. This is a really serious one. Are you ready? This is a deep question. So I just want to prepare you for that. Um, So our producer, Walter, wants to know, (laughs) how do you fit a man into your busy life? (laughs) How do I fit a man? Um, Well, you know, that is a good question. I think that whatever man is supposed to fit is going to fit. And whether I'm traveling or I have my son, you know, it's just... It just—I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. I'm single, so I can't say how to sit in the sit in the in the uh, you know little circle here. We'll give you a, we'll give but, you a moment to think about it. You don't have to answer right now, okay? Yeah, thanks, Walter. Uh, I'm on the spot for that one. But like I said, I do have my own you know personal. I like to have my personal life, and you know it is important because obviously you know I don't want to be alone forever. I'm good at it now, but. Right. It's not part of the life goal. Girl, I mean, I think that that's everybody what is trying to figure out again, like that life balance. So, you know, it's when you figure out the, the secret, please let us all know. Um, Walter just scribbled on my paper, what kind of man do you want to fit into Oh, your my life? goodness. No, no, no. This is not a game show. You're talking about work, okay? All right. Bye, Walter. <laughs> Nice the producer nice is directing this in a whole new direction uh-huh. with the Beauty Boss podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God, look at that. There's a problem on my head. It's that time for a beauty blooper. Brought to you by CelebritySciences.com, making you the leading brand in your category. Back on the task at hand, though, we do have a segment that we do with every single podcast show where we like to find out about some funny story that happened in your life. Uh, we call this the beauty blooper, where you tell us a story about maybe a, a, an attempt that went south. Maybe a time you tried to, mine was, you know, the time I curled my hair and uh, got tickled in the armpit and dropped the curling iron on my forehead and, and oh burned my, my forehead. Ow. And I was speaking that day and I had a burn on my forehead. It was terrible. <laughs> so do you have a good beauty blooper, Kelly? Sure. I'm like sitting here trying to think of what embarrassing moment have I had, and I'm sure I've had tons. Um, well, I have two. I have two. Uh, my best friend is going to murder me for even telling this right now. This one is us, us together, but mainly it's about her. So at one of our – my best friend now works with me, and she comes to all the shows with me. And we went to a show – I think it was in Vegas. Um, and we wear these really cute jerseys. They say brow game. You know, we have to be on the floor all day, so we try to be as cute as possible. So they're all black with hot pink lining, and it's the end of the day, and I tell her, let's go get some food, you know. I said, but I don't want to stop at our booth because it's a convention. If I stop at the booth, I'm going to get stuck there and have to work and take pictures. Like, let's just sneak around it, right? So we had gone to the restroom, and as we're walking back to the restroom, our plan is to sneak around to the other side of the convention center to eat. 
And we're standing in line, and there's tons of people, and people are taking pictures. And we get to the front of the line, and then there's a long line. If you're at a convention, you're going to be waiting in line for food, right? So we get to the front. We get a cookie. We're standing on the side. People are sitting on the floor. There's nowhere to sit. It's that busy. And this is just the worst ever. So (laughs) we're sharing a hot, wonderful, yummy cookie. I give her the last bite. I stick it in her mouth. I said, go ahead, there's a trash can, and she turns around to throw her trash away, and and I'm mortified. There is a piece of toilet paper hanging from the back of her pants, tucked <laughs> in her pants, hanging down like a donkey tail, which means she just walked across a basically stadium-sized place with millions of people with toilet paper hanging out of her pants. Like and I ran. For, I'm like, oh my god! And I grab it, and I and I and I literally grab it and I scream and I run from her. Like I'm so fair. And she's like, what? What? Who is it? Who did you see? I'm like, Natalie, this toilet paper hanging in front of like. And you know, everyone saw it. We were standing in this long line of food. We're standing at the checkout. There's no way not everyone saw her with toilet paper hanging out of her butt. That's it was so, awful. They are like, everyone's taking pictures. I'm thinking it's because I'm Kelly oh. Baker Browse, and now you know. Exactly. <laughs> totally. Totally. Oh, it my was God. Like, it was like, and, and then from that show, everyone would, like, just go walk by and give her a roll of toilet paper. It was so <laughs> funny. That's cruel. That's terrible. So cruel. Uh, I was you... like, really? You just walked through, like, millions of people. Without hanging from your butt. I love it. And what's your second beauty blooper? This one's pretty good, too. So I get laser hair removal, right? Yes. And I went to get laser. It's a place by my house. And I was getting, you know, everything. Brazilian legs, underarms. And I go in to get it done. And the technician says, hi, this is so-and-so. Do you mind if she watches while I, you know teach her how to do a Brazilian? Uh-huh. I'm like, really? Like, is this a joke? Like, are you going to use me as a model to be a Brazilian? Like, I have to have my legs up in the air and have this, like, how do you say no to that? I'm so embarrassed. I said yes, but I wanted to die. <laughs> <laughs> like, who does that? How about asking not in front of the lady? was awful. That is so funny. You know what? They have totally done that to me where they're like, they put you on the spot. They're like, we're going to use you for training today. And I'm, are you comfortable with that? And I'm like, I mean, I guess so. Like, you know, But it's like, it's not an underarm. It's a Brazilian. It's like your whole cookie. You're like, what? The whole thing. <laughs> and it was awful. I'm like, oh my God, I hope she doesn't even know who I am. Like, this is so embarrassing. I have one more. I have one more. Oh, oh bring it on. <laughs> so I went to the um, gynecologist, and the girl at the front desk said, oh, my God, are you Kelly Baker Brown? <laughs> and the doctor actually got her, and I was like, oh, my God, are you kidding me right now? And she actually got in trouble. I felt bad. I wasn't trying to get her in trouble, but they were like, you can't call out people. Like, like I was, that one, I was like, are you serious? I just got called out at a gynecologist's office right now. Amazing. That is so Funny slash awkward. Oh, there you go. <laughs> slash awkward. Yeah, everything's okay. My gosh, you're all up in my business. I love it. That's so funny. You're like, can a girl just get an exam here without being recognized? Yeah. Like, this is not the moment for me right now. <laughs> I Bye. love it. 
So, Kelly, tell us, you, you know, obviously have a few trade shows coming up. Where can people find you in the near future? What trade shows can keep you at? The next one coming up is going to be the Face and Body Show in San Jose um, next week, which is August 24th through the 28th. So actually the 25th, 25, 26, I think it's 25, 26, 25th, 26, 27th is the actual show. It's the Face and Body Show. I'll be teaching a free class. Um, on Sunday, nice. so anyone who's coming to the convention, they can attend that, but they have to buy tickets to the actual convention. I'll be there all three days, and then after that, in September, I'll be in Toronto um, for our first pop-up with this really cool salon out in Canada. Um, I think September 28th, I can't remember the name of the place, of course, I'm blanking, um, and then out to Denmark, so... That's the next three on our list right now. And, and I have no I'm idea what else is after. And I'm sure you're going to be announcing all this on your Instagram. So hopefully of all course. of our listeners already know your Instagram. But if not, it's at Kelly Baker Browse and it's Kelly with an E-Y. Walter. Yes, Walter. <laughs> and um, so at Kelly Baker Browse, and, and I'm sure that you'll make sure that people know where to find you and connect with you um, and take advantage of that free class. That's amazing. Totally. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's huge. Very, very it's cool. Fun. I love it. And um, let's see here. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that's all that I've got right now for you, Kelly. What? Anything else exciting that you want to share with our viewers that they, or listeners that they should be peeping out for? I, not, not, not right now. I think we'll have, you know, hopefully soon some online training for everybody or some new videos for everyone Ooh. so they can watch it in other um, countries. And then, you know, my new products that are coming out soon, but I can't say what those are. And that's pretty much my main things right now. Well, I needed to hurry up and be the holidays so that I can take advantage yes. of whatever you're working on. Because if it's half as good as what you've already got out, then I'm already obsessed with it. So I have lots of fun things. Actually, you know what? Actually, I have another cool one, but that's you know, private as well. So that'll probably take me a year. So that's a big, big one. But I'm excited. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited, and I'm so excited to have gotten to spend the last 45 minutes with you on our first ever live podcast show. That was so much fun. And uh, was fun. thank you again for, for actually quite an impromptu uh, 45 oh. minutes because I know that you're super busy, and I'm just really thankful to be able to kick it with you and uh, be able to share this, this time. Those beauty bloopers were epic. Thanks, lovey. I loved loved chatting with you guys, and I miss you already. Oh, my gosh. Well, well, there's definitely more to come because besides these shows that you're doing, um, we definitely need to have you back for another Beauty Boss live tour date that we are going to be announcing soon on our own website. So our listeners need to stay tuned for that um, because we've got some cool things coming, and I definitely want you there. So um, we'll, we'll definitely be playing soon. And I hope you have an amazing night. Thank you again, Kelly, for joining us on this week's Thank you. live podcast. Bye, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> OMG, use a bomb. Beauty Boss Network. Come on, slay, boss. This episode.
episode is brought to you by Mustave. More than makeup. My Mustave must-have of the week is my mood therapy mask. Boost your mood with a Mustave face mask. Check it out on their Instagram account at Mustave underscore USA. That's at M-U-S-T-A-E-V underscore USA. Beauty Boss Network.